about a live uh, 2019 fantasy football expert league draft that I'm drafting in right now. It's a live draft. Here are the picks that have occurred so far. It's an Instagram league, so it's a lot of awesome um, Instagram pages on Instagram that have a lot of traffic, or uh, they. It, this is a, a one of the bigger that has a group of some of the bigger experts in the industry, like football guys. We got two football guys, uh, people in this draft. Um, we have Pro Football Chase, who's a big Instagram account. We have the Football Fix. We have uh, uh, Fantasy Sharks, which is a big fantasy football content site out there. Um, and this right here, let me just change this background real quick and fade that out a little. Okay. So anyways, um, guys, this is a, this is a live draft right now. And, uh, I got the 1.02 pick. So as you can see, I went, uh, Saquon Barkley I was very tempted to go Zeke Elliott. He's been my number. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Michael? Michael, you're always first. Always first, my friend. Um, trying to get this effect so it looks a little better here. One second. All right. So, number one was the Fantasy Sharks. They took my boy Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara has been my number one overall pick across the board in all formats redraft dynasty you name it alvin Kamara is my 1.01 that is i think according to most adp data and most people out there when i talk about it is against the grain a little bit out of the norm but fantasy sharks also agrees that they are uh the top that Kamara is the top pick in 2019 so this is yes this is live michael it is a long draft so it's like a, a eight hour timer so you're not going to see these picks come through right now. Uh, the team that's on the clock right now is uh, Football Guys. Uh, football Guys is on the clock with the nine pick. They've been on the clock for a little while now. I've sent an email reminding them they're up. So it is a long draft. Uh, but yes, Michael, you can't go wrong with a top four pick. I agree. Um, is Zeke getting suspended? Michael Ray, Ray is asking. I, I, you know, I don't know, Michael. I think that anybody speculating and saying that he won't be suspended or that he will is really just guessing at this point. I don't think anybody knows for sure. And I think that it's crazy to act as if anybody, you know, has concrete details on that because they don't. Um, so let me go through the picks here and tell you guys my thinking as to why I went Barkley. I'll tell you what I think about the other picks so far in the draft. But as you can see, Kamara... At the 1.01, I agree with that pick by Fantasy Sharks. I think that's a great pick. He would be my 1.01 in any format. I think he has, uh, you know, he's shown he's the most consistent running back in the league, in my opinion, with the 81 back-to-back -back receptions. He's only been in the league two years, so 81 receptions in each of those two years. He's had uh, at least 13 TDs in each of his seasons and over 1,500 total yards. That's the definition of consistency for me. I think Alvin Kamara is one of the hardest-working running backs in the entire league. He doesn't have any red flags around his situation. Yes, you can talk about whether he's splitting time or what. He, the guy, you don't want the guy running for more, more than 200, uh, 200, 200, 210 times maybe. So anybody acting as if he's going to not get enough usage or enough carries to be this good, is I think that's crazy talk. Um, what's going on, Poke? Uh, we're doing, so everybody has eight hours to make their pick. 
so we're going to be on the clock for a while. It's going to be a, a long time before before the fantasy football show. Myself, Smitty is back on the clock, but I have Barkley. I was given the one point oh two pick. I took Saquon Barkley. Um, my thinking there was this: okay, I have I have Elliott as my number two before this whole situation where he knocks down a security guard into a metal gate. Yes, that security guard took a flop. I totally 100% agree. Please hit that thumbs up, guys. Really helps the channel and it lets YouTube know that you know this channel needs to be delivered to more people that are looking for live content right now, so please hit that thumbs up. I get that the guy took a flop. I get that Zeke wasn't arrested, but he was handcuffed. He did intimidate the guy, run him into a gate, a metal gate. The guy did fall down. If anybody says that he wasn't intimidating the guy, you haven't watched the film. I get it. He didn't hit him. I get it. The guy looks like he didn't get hurt. But when you scream in someone's face and you back them up and they back up and they and they keep backing up until they run into a gate and fall down, and I, how is the league going to look at that? And say, okay, with your track record, Zeke, of of getting into situations, you could call them, we're going to give you a one or two game suspension. I don't see how that's not a very, very uh, distinct possibility here. So, But I took Barkley because, what's going on, crap man? Because I am just a little fear, fearful that there could be a one or two game is suspension the league making an example out of them like they usually do out of most people that they get into trouble, whether they're convicted, whether there's charges, whether there's anything. So for me, um, yes, I, crap man, I was considering uh, Christian McCaffrey. Everybody's talking about how he's putting on this weight. And let me see if I can make these a little smaller here. Everybody's talking about him putting on this weight and that it's uh, an amazing thing. And I'll just say this. I think that there's a really good chance that, that he has a big year. And uh, I do love McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey is a PPR machine. But added weight gives me a little bit of a concern because you tend to be more susceptible, I think, to injury when you change the way you're made and your frame is for the kind of abuse that you're used to taking at a certain size. So in the case of... Uh, of Leonard Fournette when he lost all that weight everybody was all excited and I and he was my biggest bust prediction for 2019 2018 Leonard Fournette and I took a lot of heat for that because everybody loved Leonard Fournette heading into last year he was a top 7 to 12 overall pick which was asinine and I think red flag red flags all over the place on that one he lost a bunch of weight and with his aggressive style that was a huge mistake because I think that he was I thought he was going to get hurt rather quickly because he didn't have that uh, ability to absorb the hits like he's normally you know, set up to do at his size, his frame, his style of play. So I'm not saying McCaffrey's gained so much weight that he's going to get hurt, but it is a, a one reason to be, I think, a little bit concerned when you have other options on the table that feel a little bit safer. Now, would I take McCaffrey at number four without hesitation, without question? We're probably going to take him in the followers against followers league fantasy football throne if you haven't heard about that, it's a league where I let you guys draft my team and I go to battle against 11 other fantasy football Instagram experts and each of their followers draft their team so the followers control the destiny. The followers help set the lineup, pick up the players, help make the trades. You guys do everything. In that league, we have the four pick. I imagine we're going to get McCaffrey. 
and I'm very fine with that. I'm okay with that. I love McCaffrey. I'm just saying that if I'm given the option of taking a Zeke without facing any kind of suspension, um, I take him number two. I take Kamara number one. And Barkley, to me, is a very safe, I think, three. So, uh, I thought about McCaffrey long and hard. I wanted to draft him. I really did. I actually selected him, and I was about to at one point. I went back and forth, and this should tell you guys, it's a hard, these are hard decisions to make. Drafting a guy at the top spot, number one overall, is a hard decision to make. If anyone tells you they've got these all ordered, locked, and loaded, they don't hesitate, they don't waver on a top four pick, they're, they're lying to you. I sat there for an hour deciding, do I take McCaffrey or do I take Barkley? Or do I say, hey, Elliot's not going to get a suspension. Let me take the guy I really, really want at 1.02. I sat there for an hour after I talked to everybody on Instagram, getting their opinion, getting you guys involved because I love to do that, get the conversation going, talking about this kind of stuff. Um, Michael says he'd be more nervous if he lost weight taking so many hits. I Yeah, so a guy like McCaffrey... If you watched any film last year on him, he was amazing. He did he did awesome. But when he took hits, he got abused, man. He got rocked on a lot of hits last year. Just completely annihilated. Um, but he's tough. I mean, he keep going after some of those hits and get a couple extra yards. So very tough runner. I love the guy. The guy is amazing. He's but he's bolt up, bolt up a little bit. And if you've seen the photos, he's he looks huge and ripped. And anytime you gain, I think, weight, you run the risk of injury because you you're slower uh i'm not saying he couldn't have worked on his quickness and got himself to a place where he's just as quick as he used to be i don't know i'd have to see that he's been working out hardcore training like a machine looks like a beast but it could slow him down a little bit we don't know i think messing with your makeup messing with your the frame you're used to playing at the size you're used to playing at is never a very it's never a thing that makes me feel like this could be a good thing. I'm always more worried than I am excited for somebody changing that up. So if Zeke came out and said, I put on 10 more pounds, I would be a little more worried than most people. If someone said, Zeke, drop 5, 10 pounds, I would be more worried than most people. That doesn't change here with McCaffrey. I'm not saying that McCaffrey isn't in my top four. He's locked and loaded in my top four. Uh, keep hitting that thumbs up. Thanks, guys. But I just have, uh, you know, I have I have a problem with, you know, passing on, I think, Barkley or Elliott in that top three. And it's hard for me to, draw, to, to overlook those guys. I think they're just so, such safe options. I think if Zeke was for sure out of the woods with this whole suspension stuff, uh, he would be my 1.02 for sure. But the risk of him missing one or two games made me think, okay, I'm going to go with Barkley, the safe route. You hate Zeke's face, Michael says. <laughs> um, his goal line must, must only increase. You're talking about Barkley or you're talking about Zeke? I think Barkley... Here's my take on Barkley and why I am concerned about taking him number two. If I if I knew Zeke was going to not have any kind of suspension, he'd be my, my 1.02. The reason for that, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in Barkley. It's that 
Barkley's situation, in my opinion, yeah, he's going to get fed a ton. That offense is going to run through him like 70%, 80% of the time. Um, what's up, Warren? That's a good thing at, you know, in terms of like usage and getting the touches. But at the same time, <clears throat> your efficiency and productivity can go way down when the, the offense has no other options or weapons. And if someone wants to argue Tate or whoever is going to make up for the loss of Odell Beckham Jr. or that they aren't going to plug in the rookie at quarterback at any moment, just make this an, an entire you know cluster at some point mid-season, I think that's being hopeful. And uh, thanks, Warren. I don't, I don't know. For me, it just it concerns me a little bit. That's why I have Elliott number two if he's not getting suspended. But we don't know anything about that right now. We don't know what the league's going to do. So I think with McCaffrey, Barkley, and Elliott, there are some, some risk going on and some red flags for every one of them. They're all locked into my top four. This big four is they're the, this is the best big four I've seen in a while. And they're all running backs. Remember when running backs two, three years ago, everyone's saying the running back died, the, the workhorse running back's gone. Everything's a cycle in fantasy football. It's back. <laughs> Clearly, the running back is back. Look at this. Camara, Barkley, McCaffrey, Elliott, DJ, Bell, Gordon. Tell me the running back isn't back. I said it back then that it's a cycle. It'll come back around. Welcome back, workhorse running back. You now dominate fantasy football drafts. So, Barkley... McCaffrey, Elliott, all have some kind of question mark to me. Not huge ones, not ones that knocked them out of the top four, but Barkley's offense concerns me. Eight-man fronts, lower efficiency. Tell me how Barkley's going to live in the end zone or live in the red zone like Kamara is. Tell me. How is Barkley going to see see more red zone opportunities than Kamara? McCaffrey's added weight kind of concerns me. Cam Newton kind of concerns me. Defense is trying to shut down McCaffrey kind of concerns me. His overworked 2018 season kind of concerns me. There's a lot of little tiny red flags, not a ton of them. They don't all add up to me avoiding him in the top four. I love McCaffrey in the top four. But all of that adds up to a little bit of concern. Elliot, decision-making, um, maybe some injury risk. I think people might toss a label on him, an injury risk label. But then the suspension, maybe it's nothing. Some people say, oh, I'm an attorney. I've seen that on, on my page. Uh, coming from two attorneys, he's not going to be suspended. I, I respect those guys, by the way. Um, but I don't think anybody knows because the NFL can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter if they were charged. It doesn't matter the reasoning like, hey, this isn't a reasonable thing to suspend somebody over, which which was probably their point, which I respect and they, they make sense. But the NFL doesn't work like that. So the NFL can decide, hey, you're getting a one-game suspension because you were cuffed, period. You shouldn't have been in a situation where you were getting handcuffed. That doesn't look good for the league. Guess what, Zeke? You get a one-to-two-game suspension. I'm not arguing the right and wrong of that. I'm not arguing that the league should be able to do things like that. I'm merely saying that Zeke Elliott could get a one-to-two-game suspension based on what the NFL does all the time. <clears throat> Barkley is a freak. He's on the worst team. Out of those four, but he's still dominant. Yes, Michael, I agree with you. But my point is that he's not going to be as efficient, I think, as Kamara at times. So 
he's going to have to work extra hard for his touchdowns. He's not going to be handed a lot of red zone opportunities and goal line opportunities, I don't think. But he's capable of breaking off some long TD runs and, and doing a lot with the, the amount of usage and workload he's going to get. Uh, so that's why I took him 1.02, because that's my pick, 1.02. I did take Barkley. I'm just voicing and talking about it and getting the, the concerns out there that I think exist for Barkley, McCaffrey, and Elliott that don't exist with, with, with uh, Alvin Kamara. That's why Alvin Kamara is my 1.01. Amazing offense, no off-the-field issues, hardest-working running back I've seen in a long time, uh, perfect size and speed, um, plays a lot bigger than he is, amazing PPR guy. You don't need 200. You don't want Kamara to get more than 200, 210 carries. You just don't. He's going to get enough receptions, 80 to 90, maybe even 100 receptions. You don't want him getting over 210 carries. So talking about, oh, he won't get enough carries, that's that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. All he needs is 210. So Kamara, to me, double-digit touchdown lock, 80 to 90 reception lock, 1,500-plus total yard lock, if he's healthy, of course. Um, and, and again, and, you know, like I said, double-digit TDs. What more can you ask of a player? Barkley, you can't tell me that you're 100% certain in your gut that he won't struggle based on that offense struggling. Honestly, ask yourself that question. Could Barkley have a really tough year, a tougher year than you imagine? Can you picture Barkley seeing a lot of three and outs and they're playing from behind and he's got to do his damage in PPR and yeah, he could get 50 yards rushing and still get five, six, seven receptions for 50 yards and still end up with a pretty good total at the end of the year or at the end of the game and have good games when he's not run a lot. But tell me, you can't picture Barkley having a year where you're like, damn it, he's not very consistent right now because the Giants freaking suck. So Kamara's just more efficient and, and a better option. I wish he was available at 1.02. I was really pissed that he went at 1.01. Good job, Tony. You took my number one player, Alvin Kamara. McCaffrey, you can't tell me you aren't a little bit concerned over the fact that he played like almost every single snap in 2018 was completely, you know, almost overworked. You can't tell me you're completely confident in Cam being healthy in 2019. Or that that offense will survive without him and be effective. We'll be looking, if Cam is out or hurt, be looking at a very similar situation as New York. Where they just focus on McCaffrey. He's still going to do really well. But he's not going to do as well as Kamara in that awesome offense that literally makes it impossible for defenses to focus on Kamara. You try and shut him down in the run. He's catching 100 passes in the year. 90 passes. Like, you're not going to be able to contain them. You can't. Uh, this is a comment by Warren. I agree, Kamara being number one. But, Smitty, there isn't anything you need to be a little bit concerned about with Kamara. <clears throat> nah, not really, man. Not with Kamara. If you are, toss it out. Um, Elliot, again, my 1.02 without the suspension threat. I worry about it. Therefore, he's, you know, my number three or four right now. But, you know, in one or two leagues, I might gamble on the fact that, you know, he may not be looking at anything, any suspension at all. Okay, let's talk about 1.05 through 1.08. 
and then uh, I'll check back in with you guys um, later on when we have more picks and I talk about the talk about the whole I think top two rounds or maybe even three I'll go over each pick and kind of give you my thoughts. David Johnson going 1.05 is not bad. I think that he has huge upside to, to rebound in that Kingsbury offense that'll be very spread out. Um, he'll be very efficient in 2019. Defenses won't be able to focus on DJ at all. He'll be catching passes all over the place. He'll be, you know, running draws. He'll be he'll have so much room to run in open rushing lanes with that spread out attack that DJ of old will 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 return in 2019. Le'Veon Bell, I, I like at 1.06, but I probably would go Gordon or Hopkins over Bell myself. I think Bell is a little high there. That pick was by um, Walter Football. I do respect his opinion and, and his game in fantasy football, so uh, not going to say that's a bad pick at all. I just would have taken Gordon or Hopkins um, or even Adams maybe. So I like the Gordon pick at 1.07. That was by uh, the Prophet on Instagram, Fantasy Football Prophet. Uh, good pick there. Um, and Hopkins, you know, he's 1.06 to 1.08 worthy. So that's a great pick there. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting Hopkins at 1.08. Warren says Murray equals Ingram touches. That, Warren, on, honestly, man, I, I, I'm glad. Uh, this is a great point, and it's an amazing thing for Kamara. Um, Murray being there is a good thing. Uh, Kamara doesn't need 210 plus carries. He needs about 200 to 210 carries, and then he stays completely healthy. Anything that Ingram doesn't get running the ball, he'll get it in the receiving game. So if you pull him in and run him more, and he's going to have less receptions and less action in PPR. It all irons out and, and levels out for me. Murray scares me zero. I have zero concerns. I'm not saying he's not a great handcuff that if Kamara went down, he wouldn't do well. But Murray, <clears throat> excuse me, Murray doesn't concern me at all. It, it literally zero percent. I think it's a good thing. People wanting Kamara to get all of the carries in that offense that has a ton of carries to go around is asking for injury. You need a Murray or an Ingram to pair with Kamara to keep him healthy. So Warren, great point, but 0% worried. I think it's good. I love it. You hate Bell at 6. Yeah, I'm not going to say he can't earn that. I'm just saying, to me, he's the 7 or 8 or 9 pick. So to go 6 is a little high for me. Um, probably more of my, an 8 or 9 pick for me. I'm hoping Bell falls further than that. I'm hoping Bell falls further than 9. Then he becomes more of a bargain, but that's really high. Latavius bothers me zero, Michael. Barkley gets 90% of the... Yeah, I again, Michael, I, I totally agree. I love the fact that Barkley is going to get enough action to, to make up for probably being a little less efficient than I think he could be if he was in a better offense, but I still worry about him getting near the goal line as much as these other backs that I think are on the board and available instead of, uh, but I took him number two. So clearly I'm, I'm making a case that, that Barkley deserves the 1.02. I just took him at 1.02. So <laughs> know that I'm just kind of going through the pros and cons. I too think right now Barkley is the 1.02. I am in agreement there. Just giving you the pros and cons. The only one that doesn't have the cons in my opinion is Camara. I just see zero risk with Kamara. 
other than the risk that every running back has getting hurt. So there's your top eight on the clock right now. 1.09 is football guys. And I will keep you updated. Uh, check on Instagram. I'll post, uh, you know, the update as they, they go through, but this right here is your top eight so far in the Instagram expert league that I'm running uh, with some of the best fantasy football sites and Instagram pages on the web. Really like a bunch of these guys. They're they're really good good guys and also uh, good content. So I will put a link to the draft, uh, the actual draft tracker in the bio. Give me a minute. It might not be there right away, but I will add it. But yeah, I think the only... I don't want to say bad pick. But the only pack, pick I don't love is the Bell pick. I think Bell is way too high at 1.06. Everything else looks par for the course. You can't argue Gordon. I mean, you can, but you can't say that it's bad. It's just, you know, whether you take him at 5, 6, or 7. But I think Gordon at 7 is great. Hopkins or Adams at, you know, 1.07, 1.08 would be what I would probably do. No problem, Warren. You have, okay, this is my last uh, question I'll answer and I'll jump off. I was just wanted to give you guys an update. Um, Warren says he has three keepers, round seven, Damian Williams, I'm assuming, round eight, Nick Chubb, and Kamara, round nine. Oh, so those are your keepers. You don't have a question. You're just tossing out your three amazing keepers. Make sure you get uh, Kareem Hunt, but awesome keepers. Good job. All right, guys. That's all I got for you today. Wanted to do a quick video and talk about this top eight. Link will be in the bio. Make sure you get on Instagram and talk about this draft. But uh, it's been fun so far. It's going to be great. I'm probably going to have two players that I absolutely love with my, my second and third round picks. So stay tuned. Get ready. I'm going to talk a lot about this league. And I hope to do a couple auction leagues uh, drafts with you guys so I can give you a look at what I was doing in auction and some of my strategies that I've been talking about where I'm going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, Pat Mahomes, or wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and either Aaron Rodgers or Baker Mayfield. That's one approach that I want to take and, and deploy in an auction for you guys to follow along and see how I do. Also, my other auction strategy I want to deploy is going two of the top four running backs so drafting like a Camara and a Zeke or a Camara and a Barkley and then taking Mahomes or Rogers or Baker Mayfield and having that three headed monster and then work the sleeper approach with my wide receiver. So you might look to see me do that approach as well. I'll try and do some videos on that um, here shortly, but I appreciate you guys coming by. Please hit the thumbs up on the way out and uh, make sure you're subscribed. If you haven't subscribed already, this kind of content comes to you on the daily almost, so um, get ready for big things. We're only getting started here in June, and uh, August will be here before we know it. We'll have, I'll have so much content. This video will be so far down the list come August. That's how much content I crank out for you guys. All I ask is you share the, uh, the show with people, get people to subscribe. Make sure you're subscribing yourself and hit the thumbs up. Um, <clears throat> Saints do more with the ball. Barkley still outscored him last year in that same offense. Well, yeah, but they don't have Odell. They don't have the threat of having Odell. They don't have, uh, I think any, it's different when it, when a defense like even, you know, preps for you for that season. You know, it's like, even if a guy's hurt, 
a lot of times people will prep for a team differently, uh, even as a whole for the whole offseason. It's very different when a team saying, okay, we play the Giants in this week. You know, people watch film on the offseason. They prepare for you in the offseason, too. It's not like everything's, you know, pre the game before. A lot of that prep does happen game before. But what I'm saying is the the Giants are going to be a less efficient offense altogether. Um, trying to plan around not having Odell here and there is different than literally saying, okay, you are now our number one wide receiver, Tate, or whoever the hell it's going to be, and uh, you're going you're gonna to run. It's just a different beast, man. When you, when you take a component like that out of the offense – uh, permanently, it changes things. And I don't think they're going to pass the ball well at all. W- have players in the past survived with bad passing attacks? Yeah. Have running backs still done well? Of course. Um, they've improved some offensive line issues they had. I, I see some potential, and that's why I'm taking Barkley at 1.02. I'm only arguing that Kamara has no red flags to me, whereas Barkley does with the, his team and his offense. McCaffrey does, I think, a little bit with the overworked 2018 season mixed with gaining weight, which I don't think is always a great idea. I still have McCaffrey, top four lock, complete beast. I just have more red flags and concern. Elliott, could he get suspended? Maybe not. But those are four players right there that are that are the top four, by far, dominant top four, amazing top four. I love every single one of them. You really can't go wrong with any one of those four, but Kamara's the only one, I think, without any red flags. All right, guys, appreciate it. Talk to you soon. I'll be doing a video on the remainder of this draft, uh, so stay tuned for that.